What is going on? It is the Talking Yanks pregame show. We got Yankees versus Red Sox. It's a big rivalry. They don't like each other much. They're playing in Fenway. It's exciting. I'm excited. Jake's excited. You're excited. What is going on? Just a quick heads up to everybody. Today, Jake, we are on the John Boy Media YouTube we have been doing these pregame shows on the Talking Yanks channel, and we will be doing them in the future on the Talking Yanks channel, okay? So, if you are a Yankees fan, if you like Talking Yanks, and you want to watch these in the future, go subscribe to that channel. I just put it in the chat. How you doing, Jake? Doing well, James. I'm doing well, James. Uh, big Big day, big series. As you mentioned, the Yankees and the Red Sox are considered rivals. Um, by some. By some. It's, man, the Red Sox is kind of a whirlwind. If they, uh, if they flunk the dunk this series, they're in a bad way. If they do good things, they're feeling confident, especially with the news out of Tampa today that uh, Blake Snell will be out for the rest of the season, I believe. So uh, right now, I think there's kind of some optimism in Boston, especially if they can have a big series. On the other side of it, Jim, I know uh, you may say I'm a dreamer, and I'm not the only one, but if the Yankees could get three or hell four, um, it's something I've referenced for almost a calendar year now as the Boston Massacre, when last year Boston swept the Yanks. Um, it was kind of the Yanks bottoming out and the, the Sox's peak besides that whole World Series thing. Uh, the Yanks have a chance to do that if that's something that's been on their calendar for a while. Um, I think we're going to get some good baseball. We're in Fenway. Um, and a rematch of Game 1 of the London Series on the bump, Jim. Yeah, it's exciting. A little more info. This is Game 103 for the Red Sox. It's Game 102 for the Yankees. That's very important to know. It's good. Yankees in first place, Red Sox in third place, 11 games back. Uh, seven and three in their last 10 for the Yanks, six and four for the Sox. They just won a series in Tampa, which they needed to win. That was big for them. But they've been pretty bad versus the Yankees this year. Yankees have won a lot of the games. Yankee, Red Sox have won the opposite of a lot of the games. And you're right, it is Masahiro Tanaka versus Porcello. We'll get to that in a bit. First, we got to talk about the lineups they're throwing out there. And uh, I don't know. I like it. I like talking about players. We got DJ LeMahieu leading off and playing third base for your New York Yankees. Aaron Judge in right field. Aaron Hicks in center field. Edwin Encarnacion in DHing. Didi Gregorius at short. Luke Voigt at first. Glaber Torres at second. Mikey T, the talk daddy in left field. And Higashioka behind the dish to catch his Japanese brethren, Masahiro Tanaka. Higgy's American with Japanese ancestry, but I think he learned Japanese so he could communicate a little better with Tanaka, which I'm doing as well. That's a lie. That was a lie at the end. I plan on doing it. You plan on doing it. Very different. Um, you That's like the this first lineup, step. James? Yeah, I don't care about the Yankees lineups is what I found in the last couple of days. Uh, they just they just win whatever they do. So um, still no Brett Gardner. It's now it's now five games in a row with no Brett Gardner. 
which is interesting. Um, they say he can play. Mikey Talkman's hot as hell right now, so I, I get like, hey, Brett, we don't need you to play. Um, but it is a two-man bench, so I don't know. Brett, Brett could use some rest. They always run him down. He always gets run down, so like it might be a blessing in disguise. Really don't know what's going on there. So that's of note. The other thing I've noticed is that Geo the God isn't in uh, because Voight's in, Edwin's in, DJ moves to third. That's fine by me. I love Geo, but that's how it's going to crumble every now and then. And uh, no Romine. He just caught yesterday a night game and then a cross-country flight in this game. So give him a day and let Higgy get, get going right away. So I'm fine with all of it. I'm fine with all of it. Don't give a fuck. Wow. Um yeah, the the Guardy thing, I feel like this is the first game Guardy's actually eligible to play, so I, I, I'm going to label it a three-man bench. Mike Talkman hitting 500 in July, I think, is a big factor in why he's he's playing because um, he's been incredible. Um, yeah, man, and hot, hot Didi in that in that five-hole. There's a little balance in the lineup. Um, yeah, and let's uh, – hey, Higgy, welcome back, bud. Uh, big Boston <laughs> series, end of July. Let it, let it rip, so – um. Yeah, you want to talk about the the Boston team? Maybe we did just get a huge announcement. Troy Tulowitzki retired. Do you have anything? On yeah, that? the the Excited? hoaxer. Uh, we knew this was coming. Um, yeah, you don't you don't see teams a lot tell them that Troy Tulowitzki has left the team to go spend time with his family, uh, unless there's a birth or there's something else going on. Uh, Troy Boy went through a litany of injuries. Uh, at his peak, man, he did some special things, and he might become more of a trivia question than people appreciating how good he really was. But uh, uh, good luck, good luck on the next venture, Troy. Yep. The Red Sox lineup. Yeah, good luck, Troy Tosky. Sorry, it sucks you got hurt because it could have been cool. The double when he got a double and then a home run, he kind of cried on the field. That was it's a nice moment. And then the Yankees kind of said, "We don't need you." Do whatever you want. So he's doing whatever he wants now. Have fun. Yeah, Red Sox are putting out there. Mookie Betts leading off playing right field. Uh, Devers at third base. Bogarts at short. J.D. Martinez DHing. Benny at left. Holt at second base. Moreland at first base. Vasquez catching. Jackie Bradley Jr. at center field. And Porcello pitching. You care about their lineup? anything make you say like oh who are you worried about this year uh, Devers is having a pretty special year so is Bogarts right Devers and Bogarts yeah that's uh, I mean they're they're two three and I mean part of the strength of this lineup was they'd punch you in the face with Betts Benny and JD Martinez to start a game last year and is I mean just getting through those three when they were right last year is insane uh, so yeah, I mean, I think Devers is the one you circle. If, if there's a big at bat, he's the guy you don't want to see the two pests, uh, in this lineup would be Holt and Vasquez. It just feels like if those guys come up in the right situation, they're going to be a tough out and they're going to make something happen. So I, we got a Devers is the fear Holt and Vasquez are the pests. I'm looking at who's hot for the Red Sox right now, Jake, and it's, Kind of sad. So JD Martinez is their hottest hitter. 345 average, 904 OPS, 10 hits, three extra base hits, seven singles. And that's their hottest hitter. 
Now, that's not bad, but, like, usually when we do this, like, the last seven games, there's usually someone that's, like, going off, you know? Yeah, I mean, they, they just got out of Tampa. Yesterday was kind of a pitcher's duel. That game was, what, 3-2? to two. Yeah, but to, com- um, yeah, to compare the Yankees, they got – they got seven guys above 345 or 345 or higher. Well, Jim, you know what the series we just came from, my man. I know. I know. But usually usually there's usually a couple one dots in the last seven on any team because go off. Whatever. JD's the hottest hitter. Everyone else kind of don't let him get hot. There you go. It's interesting to me as a Yankees fan how little I fear Benintendi this season. Cuz he He's used having- to be a tough year. He's having he's having like a bad like calendar year. There uh, there was a stat a week ago that said he was I mean, he was like the 100 160th power hitting player in Major League bas- Baseball over the past calendar year. Um he's I don't know if he's nicked up. I don't know if they figured something out. I don't know if it's just a tough year, but he hasn't been Benny this year. On base percentage is still decent, 346, but yeah. He's a uh... He used to be the guy that scared me, especially in Yankee Stadium. But now, this year, I don't care. Whatever. We got Tank versus Purcello, two guys that you said faced each other in London and neither got out of the first inning. Six earned runs each. Kind of have to throw that entire thing out the window. In Purcello's last start, he got lit up by Baltimore. In Tank's last start, he was cruising for a long time and then got lit up in one inning by the Rockies. So they're both coming off on the books. Bad starts. Um, Purcello, Jake, have you seen his last five starts? He's uh, he's been rough, Jim. I know we, you and I, still have a fear factor from Porcello just because we've seen him pitch some gems against the Yanks, but he's having a he's having a bad year, brutal year. Yeah, I mean his last couple games: five innings pitched, six earned runs; six innings pitched, four earned runs; five. Two six earned runs, then London, which was 0.16. Uh, Toronto, six innings pitch, five earned runs. It's uh, it's a lot of bad. And his last two games versus the Yankees, well, his last one that didn't wasn't in London is 4.2 uh, five earned runs. They've gotten to him twice. Again, I don't really count London for either pitcher. But, yeah, that's interesting. If we get to him again, my mind might be changed because I still fear him. In my memory, he shuts us down a lot. Tank, on the other hand... Dude, they they have mirror stories. They have the bad starts in London, and they have bad starts versus each other recently. Mirror, mirror outings, basically. So both these guys are fighting against each other to see who can be good. Yeah, and you're you're right. I mean, Tank's last start is deceptive. Yanks have the big lead, and in his last inning there, he gives up some runs. Um, I mean, Purcello's having a worse year than Jay Happ, and Yankee fans are ready to tar and feather Happ in the middle of town. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, again, we've seen Porcello reach back and bring it when he's needed to. I, I don't know if he's going to do that this year. Maybe maybe now's the time and he gets it going. Tank has been having a really strong season overall. Um, I, I, I think it's, you know, we get nervous about Yankees-Red Sox sometimes, but you have to favor the Yankees pitching matchup going into this game. Yes, Yep. I like Tanaka. I was going to put this shirt on, but I forgot. So I'll just hold it up. May I just wear it like this? Okay. There you go. Everyone that's everyone that's listening, that didn't work. 
I like when we do visual visual stuff for everyone that listens on iTunes and Spotify now, which is this is available on those now, guys. Go check it out. Go check it out. All right, Jake. Pitching path to victory for the Yankees is not Nestor Cortez. Not Nestor. Canely went yesterday and went two in a row, so maybe Canely's out. Canely's definitely not available. Um, Chapman not available. He went two in a row. Maybe I don't know. I mean, you start really ruling guys out like that, and I mean, it's it's the middle of summer. I, I don't know. I I think I'd say Canely's out. I'd say there's a chance for Chapman. It would be the first time the Yankees used a pitcher three times in a row all season. So it would it would be like a big change in uh we're getting to that point of the year i think with an 11 game lead they're not going to do that they might not yeah so i think it's Otto and britain and chad green's available we only through four two days ago so i think those guys are available let's just go tank eight how about that seems easy enough yeah you like that no um yeah i like i like tank to chad tank to chad so eight and then one for chad yeah. Okay. Trying to figure it out. Just not the not eight out of tank. He's not going eight today. Wow. Yeah. F- complete game then. I think. So. Yeah. Uh, no. Uh, he goes nine point two. It goes into extras. Chad gets less though. I like that. Now Same you're ball. now you're thinking smart. Same ball. Same ball. What's your what to watch for? Is there a specific thing you're honing in on? Jimmy, my what to watch for is the shortstops. Uh, you mentioned it. Xander Bogarts is having a huge year for the Red Sox, conveniently in a contract season for young Xander. Um, good for him. Uh, homie homie, about to get paid. Uh, Didi Gregorius, Jim, actually in kind of a similar boat, except he started the first half of the year on the injured list. Didi had a rough first 100 at-bats or so. And now he is in Fuego, for those of you who watch Talking Baseball. We thank you. He goes 8 for 10 in the last series, including a 5 for 5 game, 10 RBIs in two games. I think if the Yankees do go jugular this weekend, I think Didi's a big part of it. And we're here on Sunday night saying, wow, you've been telling us about how great Xander Bogarts has been all season. Look what Didi did. And I think if you're the Red Sox, you're coming back with, well, on Sunday night, hopefully we're trying to make this season more of a season, and a big part of it is because of what Xander Bogarts has done. Okay. I like that. What's your watch to watch for in this game, Jim? The three and four hitters, Jake. Okay. Yankees three and four hitters. Okay. Edwin and Hicks. We need Judge to get on base Edwin has three home runs off Porcello, 298 batting average, 930 OPS. Aaron Hicks also has three home runs off Porcello. He's got five hits. Three of them are home runs. Need those two to bring the power. If DJ can get a single, Judge can work a walk or get on. Let the three and four hitters do damage. I'm looking at big night from Hicks and Edwin, both swinging hot bats. Both playing with a bit of like swagger and hustle. Eddie slides, hustling all over the place, and Hicks just dripping all over the field. I'm looking at those two guys to extend this streak and uh, do the damage for the Yanks tonight. Not bad, not bad. Yeah, I'm surprised. 
Surprise, uh, I think the funny comparison on this board right now when you go through the lineups would be the uh, six-hole hitters. In our in our six-hole, it's Luke Voigt, King Meat. In their six-hole, it's Brock Holt, um, postseason hero. That's the nicest thing I'll say about him. He had bad hair for a while. That's not nice. So that's yeah. the opposite of what I said. Yeah, no, that's just what I'm. It's just something else we can put on the back of his card. Postseason hero had bad hair for a while. We've all had bad hair. Oh yes. Yeah. It's on the back of our cards. Everyone has has had bad hair. I'd say everyone in this game has that on the back of their card. Yeah, everyone in life. Okay, then why is it? Why are we talking about it? That's a fair point. You're just looking for things on the back of your card. You were born. no. No. Everyone's Wikipedia starts out with was born. Is that true? I don't think that's true. Yeah, like was born in Oakland. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, Gaia. All right. Homer draft? Homer draft, it's the Homer draft, it's the Homer draft. Hey. Hey. Don't do that. Hey. Oh, God. We're losing fans. Uh, Jim, what's going on in the Homer draft lately? You all right? Yeah, did we tie last time? I mean, what world do you live in? <laughs> what world do you live in? Just your own bad haircut world? Everyone's everyone was born, Jay. Why don't you give it a fucking rest? Uh, you you won, which tied the season series eleven to eleven. Yep. Wow! Congrats, Jake. You finally caught up to me. Well, I mean, the asterisk series to start when the rules weren't cleared up, but yeah, I mean, you're getting dominated. I don't even know what you're talking about. Yeah, uh, the people watching do, and it's uh, I, I mean, it's it's been clinical. It's been absolutely clinical. It's it's a domination, total points, and now with the series here, uh, people are worried about you and your bad haircut. Uh, okay. Well, my first pick in the Homer draft is going to be Aaron Hicks. Horrible pick. Uh, big right field in Fenway. Uh, he probably just has a couple doubles today, a couple walks. Uh, good day for Hicksie. It's but like an, it's going to be later in the game from the left side. He's the only person that the last series meant more to him than this series. So that. Oh was wow! You don't think it's gonna? You don't think it's gonna? It's gonna? It's gonna? It's gonna? It's gonna carry on? Oh no! The stammer's back. Don't um, make hey, that. Run, I, that runs in my family. I know. So, cool your butt and it's with that. Back. Wow. I I'm didn't. Sure I didn't. I didn't spend months in a speech therapy trailer just to get ridiculed by you, Edwin Encarnacion. Uh, you mentioned the stats. You're a fool. He's going yard today. The parrot has been out since the All Star break, and it's out now. Literally, uh, Jim and Baby Glaby. Uh, Glaber Torres got his first home run in a while last night. It might have been a Minnesota Twins uh, vortex home run. But it counts, and that's all Baby Glaby needs. Uh, he, he might get a couple today. I'll be honest with you. Wow. Well, you know, I'm rounding out my pick with Higashioka, the yep. home run stroker, one of the one of Sterling's greatest calls. Higgy's going to come up. Everyone's going to be like, "What the fuck? Do you think Porcello planned on how to pitch to Higgy? No way. Fastball's down the pipe, and let him do what he does with it. And Higgy's going to go." blooping blooping 
double that just lands front row on top of the monster. It actually sits on top of the monster. It lands right on there. A fan comes behind it and goes, and it falls back. The umps rule it a double. They go to replay. becomes a crazy okay. thing. Um, fan just blew a home run into the stands for a double. A breakdown goes viral, and then I win the homer draft. Okay, cool. Cool. That would be cool. Cool. Cool beans, man. Everyone knows how much all of those were such a reach. Um, Jim, what do you think is going on in today's over-under? I think they're going to have this over-under at 10 and a half because... No, I think 10 flat because they they do not uh, know how to do this. So they're just giving like the basic line. Nine and a half or 10 flat. I was going to say nine and a half. Then I was like, Yankees offense is really potent. So I was going to say 10 and a half. Then I dropped it. Let's just go 10. I think it hits at 10. It pushes. I'd bet green if I was playing roulette. So I think it's at 10. All right. I'll guess 10 and a half. Uh, It is 11, 11, all that logic to not even mention the number 11 the over-under is 11 today. Jakey Sour Pants today. Oh, I'm just giving the people the truth, Jim. Jakey Sour. Your hair looks so bad. Oh, my God. Under. It's going to be 10? Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Best, best thing you've said all episode. Um, I'm going over, man. I, th- I think this is going to be a mess. A mess? In what way? It's the Yankees Red Sox. The uh, the Yankees offense is clicking. Um, it, it's going to be a five hour game. A lot of runs, all of it. Hope it's not a five hour game. We got a lot to do. Uh, I think need home runs because I need to post some Sterling home run calls. Right. What's going on with your hands? Butt out. Okay. Wow, Jimmy Sowers. All right. That was an inside joke between me and Mike Morena. Another lie. A lot of lies this episode. We're worried. There's <laughs> been a lot of lies set around this been dinner table tonight. All right. You want to... Uh, we got a lot of people in the chat because we're on this channel. What's going on in the chit-chat? Big game. Will there be a fight? David Ryder asks. No. That would be a big waste of the Yankees' time. Um, as of now, no, no, I mean, one, one pitch or one thing in this series could change that quick, but as of now, no. Well, Guardy is gone. Mabin is coming back. Is that an update or is that your guess? Cause like that can be something that is plausible, but I don't, I think it would have been announced already. Yeah. Gardner to the IL. Yeah. I mean that. I don't know, but they can nice. they can retroactive like all these days. So I don't know why I don't know why they didn't do this anyway. Uh, Tarpley recalled. I think Tarpley will be here for a little bit, and then Maben's going to take his spot. So we literally have a two man bench today. Yeah. Oh wow! Is that confirmed or was that a guess? No, Gardner's to the IL. Tarpley's recalled. Confirmed. So two-man bench today. Um, yeah, that's fine. Like, that needed to happen. I bet Maven gets called up tomorrow. Is that what you'd guess would happen? 
I don't know because he just started his rehab this week, so I, I don't know the updates there. I wonder if they're going to try to get one more Nestor day and then do Maven for Nestor or something like that. Maven for Nestor. Yeah, but I don't know if they want to do a two-man bench two days in a row. Well, that's why I'm surprised. I almost expected to hear Tarpley for Nestor um, and Guardy for Maven, but it doesn't seem like that update's coming as of now. Clint Frazier didn't play today down in AAA, so people thought he might be on the move or back up. But I, I think they'd just... I think they'd just recall... I think they'd rush Maven before calling Clint up. That's my guess. So, we'll see. But yeah, I don't know what... like. I guess they were waiting on some hope that Gardner would be good. And now that he's sat out so many games, the 10 day DL really is only five days. So yeah, it's halfway home. Yeah. So, all right, cool. That's uh, kind of saw that coming the way it was going, but does Frazier ever get called back up? You still think yes in September or do you think he's on the move? There's a chance if he's around. I mean, we're, uh, I mean, he could potentially be up for like one game if, if Maven wasn't ready and they wouldn't want to rush him. I, I, I think you can't rule it out, especially with how the injuries have been this year. Yeah. Yeah. Someone said Gardy is never injured. This is weird. And it's true. Gardy never gets like nagging injuries. He's been 150 something games every season besides that one really bad injury. So yeah. Interesting. He's getting older though. So we'll see. But I think that's uh, the end of this show. In the future, if you want to listen to this on the podcast apps, you can. If you're listening on the podcast app, you want to watch on YouTube, you can. Uh, today, we are on the John Boy Media YouTube channel. In the future, in the next couple of days, we'll be on the Talking Yanks podcast YouTube channel. Go subscribe to that for Talking Yanks stuff. And that is the end of this show. The podcast is on Spotify, correct? We'll see you later. Jake, any last words? Uh, let's go the ball today, huh?